I was enraged. I had so much rage in me <laughs> watching <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump. I, I, I don't even know where to begin. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Dumb 101, the smart podcast about dumb shit. I'm Anna, and I'm so excited to be here with my two co-hosts, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> and Christine. Hey, Christine. Hey. So what is this podcast about? Um, there are a lot of podcasts about Bravo, especially now, even like non-Bravo podcasts are talking about Bravo. Hey, Howie Mandel. And what's happening on Vanderpump Rules? Um, so why are we doing a podcast about Bravo? Well, we consume a lot of different podcasts, a lot of different media, and we feel there's something missing in the coverage of these reality shows. And that is what's happening in a deeper sense. Why are these people acting this way? How are other people covering this issue? And that's what we want to talk about. We're not going to recap every second of every episode. We're not going to cover everything that's on Bravo every single week. We're going to take the moments that stand out the most to us and really dig in deep to what we think is happening in the minds of these people. We realize this isn't highbrow stuff. We're not taking ourselves too seriously, but we do want to talk intelligently about really dumb shit. As many Bravo fans do, we've had a group chat going many years where we discuss all things Bravo and pop culture, and we're bringing our group chat to the mics. Of course, we're starting off with a topic on everyone's mind and tongue, Scandival, the affair that rocked the nation. As of this taping, we've all seen part one of the reunion, the extra footage, footage on Peacock, and listen to a lot of podcasts covering this mess. So let's talk about it. That was Amazing. so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, that we, was. You're and then I'll this. have to figure out how to edit so I can take this out of us just like praising you afterwards. But, um. <laughs> I mean, or it can. So part of it can stay in. Yeah. Christine, I did could... you watch Pumped Up? The Pumped Up. I didn't watch Pumped Up. It was interesting to see it uncensored. I, I was, I felt like uh, immediately I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it was a bit shocking. Yeah. I don't think I can it... ever go back. I mean, yeah, I loved it. Right. Hearing Ariana call him a fucking fuck was the <laughs> high point. Of and my that doesn't life. come through, you know, with a bleepity bleep. It's mm -hmm. so good. No, she also called their trip to Big Bear. She said, what was it? He said, it wasn't. It wasn't a, you know, a, it a, wasn't double, a double date. date. It wasn't a double date. You said, what was it? A fuck fest? And you <sighs> so know, you good. miss that in the <laughs> I national did broadcast. Lala saying, yeah, I know Raquel didn't go there to snowboard. She went to suck Sandoval's dick. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's a little rich to be like, we, we four went there and it wasn't a romantic thing like you know like ariana said like if there were girls invited why wasn't she invited like why weren't the other girls invited like why weren't the other guys invited what's not clear to me is did ariana even know that this trip was happening because this is Great well question. within the time that they were still together they weren't broken up and he just like dips out to big bear and doesn't tell anyone about it or did she know he was going but didn't know raquel would be there yeah, I, I'm really, I, think, I, I would really want to know he didn't. Knew. I think allegedly Tom invited, the other Tom invited, whatever her name is, Joe. And Joe, Joe. invited Raquel. Ooh, Come on, that's Ooh, not legit. how it went down. I need to hear so much more about this Joe. Spooky. <laughs> Spooky, Spooky Joe. Joe. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, it's interesting what Ariana said. I think it was Ariana that... Joe was best friends with Kristen Doty and had been mm -hmm. super close to her and every day. She said every day, talking to her every day. And then as soon as she moves in with Schwartz, which like I won't put Gross. a pin in that, um, mm -hmm. blocks Kristen Doty, which seems mm -hmm. like what is happening in this like anti Doty camp that all of a sudden you have to like go no contact. I don't understand. I, like I'm, I mean, are we missing some? info from Dodie like I'm surprised she's not gone on the air to talk about this she has but I don't think she's talked about I don't think she's spoken about the Joe of it all but honestly right. I haven't Joe listened to of it all enough yeah. of her her um love and sex what's her podcast called Something oh yeah like love and that. sex and everything 
and everything else or I don't know everything else. something like that, that. yeah something. I don't know I, think I haven't cool. that's one of the podcasts I've not touched down on <laughs> I only listened to like... I only listened to the the first excuse me take out that part of me yawning I've only <laughs> listened to the one like after this all broke like in the March. immediate <laughs> aftermath and yeah. what was that like I mean, it was just Kristen like talking yeah. and then she invited like some stranger, it seemed like on to talk about it with her. Mm-hmm. But like the stranger was really, it was like a fan or like a close, I don't know, actually know who. I think it was like someone who was a fan of hers that she then became friends with, which is like, yeah, beware. Very but Kristen. It was an interesting interview. I felt like it was, you know, it was just her trying to kind of capitalize on all of it of like, don't, doesn't everyone want to know what I think about this as like the person who this had also happened to, but I almost felt that it was disingenuous in how, um, just like glowing she was of Ariana, which like, we've come to see that they're friends and have this great relationship, but it it just, it felt a little like odd. Like it was really odd. Yeah, her approach was just like, oh my God, Ariana's incredible and I just love her so much. And it was like, yeah. what? Okay, like, cool. It was almost like she was, she felt like she was like, you know, the designated person <clears throat> to talk on Ariana's behalf at that point. And it was like, really? Yeah, I it mean, was definitely like a misery loves company sort of thing. Like, oh yeah, yeah like I we're, I was right in this with, all, with them, which like, I can't imagine- yeah. That like Tom she has Sandoval would have me. Yeah, would have Kristen Doty around. There was an choice. Instagram, I think it was like a reel or something that's one of I think it was Doty posted where they all went to something about her with like bottles of wine and stuff, like the day after or the night of it coming out or whatever. And it was just like a second, and it was her hugging Ariana, like their faces were mashed together, and then Kristen like kissed Ariana and I just the way that it happened was like I thought it was gross (laughs) like I thought it was like leave Ariana alone (laughs) I don't know it was like come in here to my Instagram like so I can kiss you and like I feel so bad for you like she's just trying to get that Bic endorsement she's like yeah (laughs) (laughs) was it a Bic or was it Venus or is it that is that the same thing it's no it's it's Bic. Bic Oh, it's Bic. <laughs> okay. Bic. Yeah. Bic like the pens. Oh. But the not, not the pens that Ariana no. doesn't stock in the house. <laughs> With the batteries. Oh, that's so With the funny. batteries. Oh, Who okay. Did we all monster call her daddy? Yes. Oh, that oh. interview. Yes. <laughs> That's some bullshit through. too. Like that it was the assistant who's out getting pens and batteries. And then I love that she said, like, in the following days when, you know, they were trying to really not be in touch in the house and whatever, Sandoval's, like, up on a ladder trying to, like, change the air conditioner filter and, like, play, like. Trying to make it seem like he's, like, well. Mr. Dad and, like, I'm the backbone of this family, you know. I thought it was. On that Well, on that note, like, I thought it was really fascinating when in the in the finale or excuse me in the reunion who brought it up oh Lala like how she was like I couldn't get him out of or I couldn't get him to come home mm-hmm. and then once shit hit the fan I couldn't get him to leave the house mm-hmm. and I was like fuck chilling okay chilling. I think we need to talk about Lisa Vanderpump what about Wait, can being I just on say the wrong about, side of history? Yeah, go ahead. Anna. Can I just say one thing about Sandoval bringing out the stepladder and like doing shit? <laughs> yeah. Don't mm-hmm. you think that that's like, to me, it felt like a ploy or, or like setting up something so that like when it came to, I don't know, it almost felt like he thought that the way that it worked was that like, if you do more around the house, like you get the house. Almost like when oh. you're splitting up kids, like, mm. oh, I'm the main caretaker. I take, you know, I dress the kids. I make their lunches. I take them to school. They're used to being with me. Like, almost like he thought that he was going to get custody of the house. And like, that's how it worked. Because he was so on this thing about like, 
I'm the one who gets toilet paper. Like I'm the one who makes sure there's batteries and pens in the house. And like, also like, I, you know, I live with someone, we both use pens. Like, I feel like if you want a pet, a specific pen, that's your personal responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, also, you only need like one pen, you know? And like, like, I have had pens for 15 years. Like, where, I have why whole are fucking Ziploc buying, bags filled with pens, pens that I can't get rid of? When was no, the last time you had to buy a pen? Truly. <laughs> I, you can find a pen like outside on the side. Yes, that's how I get pens. I go to a doctor's office. Right. Or like in my take bag. it from a hotel. Yes. Like, it's. Yeah. I mean, like, what? I, but I, I honestly felt like that was the, that's what he was getting at. Like he was making it seem like he did more around the house. Like he, and it wasn't even about like, I'm more invested in the relationship because I do all these things for Ariana. It was like, the house belongs to me. Yes. Though he does. Because I get the toilet paper and the batteries. He does attempt to do that by talking about how he brings her a cup of coffee in the morning and that oh, like do you remember what they were what he calls them a dumpling latte is that yeah, what it is disgusting. I hate my I want to wash my mouth out with soap the fact that they that he calls her dumpling like I don't know I mean I'm just Cute. glad my no. husband doesn't have feelings like that <laughs> <laughs> if he had an endearment for me like that I'd, I don't know we wouldn't be together but a dumpling latte Mm-mm disgusting the ick immediate ick and even when he was like oh can I can I get anything for you like I know she said the iconic line like for you to die or whatever but like I think that was honestly like him being like I'm the one who does things I'm the one who puts the little cake up in the Keurig machine Mm. interesting while I've been fucking your friend yeah I love I'll never get over her sitting on that couch in that like black zip up sweatshirt saying Mm -hmm. him giving all these excuses and her saying, so fuck my friend. So fuck my friend. It was like, it's like, I just want to channel that energy. Yeah. It's like, fuck my friend. She's actually like, not that she was ever like a shrinking violet before, but we didn't see much of Ariana's like personality or maybe like, but she's been so quick witted. And so, and she's got great, like, great one-liners, just like, and and she can formulate her thoughts so quickly and so strongly, you know, where, like, I feel like so many people would be, like, the anger and and the hurt would really, like, damp down, like, their ability to, like, communicate, but she's, she's right on it. Like, she can, she can verbalize like her feelings in such a great like even when she was like I don't give a fuck about Raquel <laughs> like yeah that's what we're all feeling like and that's yeah that's like the that's like the pith and marrow of the situation where he's so like but you don't understand like we have this connection like blah blah, blah. it's like fucking take that shit out of it like that's right. not it's like, what I this don't is care. about yeah this is making me think I don't know if this was in the regular or the like the the Bravo airing of the reunion, but I'm, I'm thinking of the thing for the pumped up episode that really stuck with me was the comparison between truly verbatim, the words he said to Kristen Doty and the, like the rationalization he had created around that. That was, Mm -hmm. Um, but to hear him say like her grandfather died. um, We never have sex. It was like Mm -hmm. all this same shit that it was this whole like case building that he mm-hmm. had done that I think worked when they were in their what like early to mid 20s and yeah whatever and he was in, were... yeah he was like 31 32 yeah, yeah like let's be honest he was in his 40s so 40s true. 50s He's everybody 42. else that's actually the shocker that came out at reunion part one was that um I think it was Schwartz who outed him as being 42 Right. Didn't we do a Whereas dive his on his PR birthdays? company? I think we did. Didn't we find out that I sent he was those 40? So his PR company has been saying that he was 39 approaching his 40th birthday. Where right. He, he turned 40 like two years ago. <laughs> so it's, 
incredible that it's so like that's so top of mind for him that like he has to shave off those two years or he doesn't feel like he was looking I don't know every day of 42 come the reunion so bad looks every day of 52 he looks like a fucking bloated corpse in that reunion or like seriously opposite he looks looks like he's like on ozempic I don't know. At least the finale, when he sits down with Ariana, he looks so bloated and gross. And it's pretty clear that he hadn't put on his oh. makeup that day. Yeah. I mean, the I think the difference between the finale and the reunion is pretty staggering. Like Sheena did say that he's lost a ton of weight. He looks gaunt. You know, and and that like Instagram that I sent you, that was like the oh yeah, close up of him. I mean, he looked like a meth addict talk about spooky (laughs) um but i would love to talk about lisa vanderpump because actually that was a big shocker for me i was enraged i had so much rage in me (laughs) watching (laughs) lisa vanderpump i i i don't even know where to begin so like for me i'm thinking okay she's just doing this to protect her business interests and on some level I get it, you know, like game recognized game, sure. But it to me, it was, it just felt like this, I don't know, she felt like a real boomer in that moment of just being so tone deaf to what was actually happening and so quick and easy with her shut down or her shutting down of Lala mm-hmm. and letting Tom Sandoval just like spew nonsense and letting Tom Schwartz be a full fucking clown at every turn and yet immediately telling lala to be quiet to mm-hmm. to calm down to all aggressive. these things that she's aggressive mm-hmm. and it's like are you new here like what are i've never heard her speak like that to it i don't know it was just it's interesting to see her in this capacity given that like she would never activate at any real housewives reunion like she would mm-hmm. always kind of just play the like i'm above it all mm-hmm, puppet mm-hmm. master sniper from the side but now you see her here and she's like I, I I guess I saw her in her like executive producer role where she was like immediately trying to control the narrative and what was being said it's funny because she so her business and I put business in quotes relationship with Tom and Tom so she said Tom Tom cost five million dollars they put in each 50, 50K and got 5%. So they got 5% by paying 1%. But they got the money back. And uh, mm-hmm. I rewatched some of those older episodes. And she actually, like, I think at one of the reunions, Andy was like, um, it came out that she hadn't cashed their checks for right, like a really, right, really long time. Right. And she said something to the effect of like, well, maybe I'll cash it when they least expect it, which is like not awesome for, I'm sure two people who have like, I don't know, $50,000. Yeah. Right. Like not that much money. So, but also like Andy was like, well, don't you have a contract? Like when are they going to get money out of this venture? They've never taken a paycheck from TomTom. So they've never made any money off of TomTom. So mm-hmm. And she said, I don't work that way. I don't do contracts. Like I don't, I don't make business arrangements with people I don't trust. So we had a handshake agreement and like, that's what, that's what I do. And then Schwartz and Sandoval said something to the effect of like, well, we, we will be writing things down and we will be signing something at some point. So her business relationship with them is extremely tenuous Mm -hmm. and not only was it tenuous before now they have their money back. So literally they have invested $0 in this restaurant. All that, the only connection between the two is the connection of the show and the name of the restaurant and her, you know, presumably wanting some reputational kind of, you know, saving of, of them by standing up for them for whatever reason. But I thought, the way that she went so far seemed so shocking to me because I feel like it's doing the restaurant more of a disservice by her going so far for them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I think if she was like, 
not that her not that her scene with Sandoval in the finale was you know I don't think that it was like unreasonable for her to be like listen like you've made a mistake like you're not you're not a bad person like you've made a fucking huge mistake you know she said like I'm not gonna hug you like this is fucked up or whatever but to then go on the reunion and say like shut up Lala or like saying or uh, Ariana said like you know you fucked a bunch of people and she's like well fucking Raquel is different from fucking a lot of people it's like well actually you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because he did fuck a lot of people he admitted to that so it's almost like she doesn't she either doesn't care about having all the details or she doesn't remember or like maybe her sources can I don't know but like (laughs) she's saying I don't know there was because there was that moment and then there was um you know it's crazy Lala for you to say that he is dangerous because of your personal you know situation with Randall and I agree like Lala obviously is dealing with a lot of shit I don't know if you guys have watched the Randall scandal yet I haven't but I've heard plenty of it and I guess it's like very bad and there's even more that wasn't on the documentary about things that he did that were awful so she's obviously dealing with a lot of shit and she has to drop off her kid every week to this insano's house not even to him to like just some stranger that he's hired to like take care of ocean oh my god so every week She's ordered to do this. The only way that they can communicate is through this like app that monitors both sides. So like the, you know, there's some court appointed person, mediator or whatever that like oversees their communication to make sure that it's all kosher and that like one person isn't abusing the other. So it's like very, a very, very bad situation for Lala, which you would think Lisa would understand. Mm -hmm. But I think that Lala had a point and that like, you know, the difference between... James cheating on Raquel with Lala or Lala cheating on Randall with James or Lala having presumably an affair with Randall while he's still married or whatever, or, you know, even whatever, any of the other fucking cheating things that have come out on these shows, which are tons, um, is that like Sandoval has been doing this for 10 years and he hasn't changed like he's still doing the same shit now in his 40s that he was doing when he was like a little 20 year old like scumbag like he's been doing over and over again the exact same way literally Mm -hmm. and so like I think Lala had a point but like when you have someone like this who has proven over and over and over again that they will betray the closest people to them that that you know, not only, not only cheat, which obviously has happened lots of times and it will happen again and we'll see it on screen again. But I was trying to think like, why is this particular situation triggering so many people like literally around the world? And I think it has a lot to do with the psychological component of it, which is that he was using this season to create a narrative in which Ariana was not a good partner and that he tried so hard to make things work and he was so in love with her and he I want us to be better I couldn't couldn't break up with her she wouldn't let me she was yeah she wouldn't let me she threatened to kill herself or whatever like all of this stuff and we've only seen Ariana be like a badass bitch super strong whatever she has experienced in private it has not you know obviously like this has really activated her in in a way but I think like Lala was correct in saying that there's something about Tom there's a deviousness there's a there's a manipulative a manipulative component of Tom's personality in which he will do literally anything and Ariana said who will say anything at this point to get himself out of this hot water And I think that is dangerous when you have someone like that. And everybody who is around someone like that should know that that's what they're dealing with. And I I thought it was like out of fucking pocket for Lisa to be like, shut up, Lala, you're being really aggressive. And the fact that you screamed at everyone at some point on the show means that you now cannot cannot have an opinion on this. Mm -hmm. I think that's fucked up. 
It is fucked And up. I think it's time, honestly, I think it's time for Lisa to go. I was going to say that, like, she definitely feels unnecessary at the reunion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. On the show, she's, like, kind of so ancillary at this point that, like, it's not, like, I don't really think about her. What has she but done it- this season, honestly? No, she doesn't do anything other than, like, yeah. pop in and out. But, like, on the reunion, I'm like, then the popping in and out doesn't warrant you, like, a yeah, front I did not seat. think. Honestly, she, like, so she she is a producer, is that right? Yeah, she's an executive producer. With Ken, right? Ken is also a producer. <laughs> As we saw his uh, acting Of course, he produced a lot this season. This season. <laughs> he delivered the news. I mean, honestly that was one of the greatest moments of television history <laughs> I mean it is really nice to see Ariana at the height of her powers I think it's fair mm-hmm. to say that it's taken a while for us to really I, I don't know I think I've been waiting for this moment for her I didn't think it was going to come this way <laughs> but there has been there have been many times where I've been like wanting Ariana to be the voice of the audience the like the Greek chorus the Mm-hmm. The one we identify with in all this, she's the one who's been vulnerable about, you know, her own body dysmorphia and her own mental mm-hmm. health struggles and all these things that actually make her feel 3D and human in a way that some of these other people, we get this really like one note personality mm-hmm. um, that's really shown or edited, whatever on the show. But with Ariana, I feel like she's always been someone that we've all identified with as like, she's the cool girl that we would all mm-hmm. actually you know, most of the time, I think, it, at least for me, these aren't people I want to hang out with in real life. But Ariana, I always was like, yeah, I would hang out with right. her. I feel like she would. And be the funny thing is that normally on on these shows, that's the person that you're interested in the least. Like that's right. the person that often gets cut. You know, the person who's not giving storyline, who's not bringing drama. Like she's doing nothing. But Ariana always made it like made her role in the show pretty dynamic. I think. Yeah, like I would say the example of that in Atlanta is like Candy. Like she's normal and I would probably mm-hmm. be friends with her and, you know, in seasons past, hasn't really done a lot for the mm-hmm. the plot, hasn't really like gotten in the mix. But I feel like with Ariana, yeah, not the case. She definitely shows up and is involved and is all those things. So I think that was another part of like why this hit so hard is she was every, she was like the favorite. She was the one we all, if this happened to, sorry, Sheena, but if this happened to Sheena, I don't think I would like, care as much I don't know if there'd be the Mm -hmm. same um emotional response not to say that like I don't think she would deserve it or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I I do think it happening to Ariana was part of what made this reverberate the way that it did did you ask a question oh sorry go ahead Christine no you go ahead I was just gonna ask like so Sheena goes by Sheena Shea um, but that was, that was Shay's last name. Yeah. So she kept that name? I think because it sounds good. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that, like, she's also said that that was like her biggest life regret <laughs> and she's now married to someone else. I'm like, what was her name before? last name is Davies. Her original Honestly, I only name? ever knew her as Sheena yeah. Marie. Sheena Marie Jan Can. Jan No wonder she changed. Okay. Yeah. I'd I'd, I'd I'd change Shay then. Okay. But wouldn't you be like, okay. Or or maybe, especially because she has a kid with Brock and her kid's last name presumably is Davies. It is. is. According to Wikipedia. So. Well, then maybe, but she could be Sheena Davies like in real life and then just. Oh yeah. And she just goes by Sheena Shea professionally. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of this girl that um, I worked with um, who literally like we were at the bottom, like we were nobody, like literally nobody knew who we were. Uh, we were just like assistants and um, she got married and she told me that she decided not to change her last name because she was already known professionally as her, you know, by her maiden name. Mm-hmm. like that is so crazy I mean, changing your linkedin is like a real bitch so <laughs> changing everything is, a, is so annoying i know um, i've changed it once and then i changed back and i did not change again for that very reason it's like i can only yeah snip, i didn't snip, change snip, my snap. last name because yeah. they were like 
you're going to need to go to the social security office in person. And I was like, well, that's the end of my journey. I was going to say that on Lala's podcast recently, one of them, she talked about that episode that was supposed to be the finale and how the like one with the party and like Lisa giving that weird speech at the end. Mm-hmm. And how when Lala brought up the Labor Day thing to Ariana, at first Ariana like had a complete freak out about it. Did you hear about that? that? Yes, yes, I've heard about that. And they had to like stop production, had to like take her aside. And then they like filmed the scene. And I found that so crazy because like you would never know in filming that scene that Mm -hmm. she had just had some kind of like. What was the freak out about? Probably about the fact that Lala wanted to talk about this rumor or whatever, but like, Mm -hmm. and I, I think uh, Ariana just like didn't want to entertain it. Didn't want it to be a part of the conversation. And like, she didn't want to talk about it without Tom, which is why I think Lala said that like basically right away when they started filming the scene, she was like, I'm not doing this and like brings Tom over and then mm-hmm. like the whole thing just falls apart. It was so weird. Do you remember like I think it was oh it was on Watch What Happens Live. Ariana said like I think Andy asked her about like that scene between her and Raquel. Yeah. Um, You know where Raquel asked her like are you attracted to Tom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like how did she feel about doing Sick. that scene with Raquel and she yeah. said Um, actually I was really glad to do it because it was great to finally talk about my relationship with somebody that I really thought like was my friend and she said something to the effect of like you know Lala and Katie like they didn't you know they weren't always friends like they didn't know Tom's you know their relationship and I was always like well are Raquel and Ariana really that close but apparently they were literally like doing everything together like Raquel would stay at their house all the time. They would go to concerts all the time. They'd go out and eat all the time. Like Raquel was just always pageant. Yeah. Three day long pageant. pageant Because like her, her parents weren't there and like they wanted to go and support her and stuff like that. So like, you know, I was joking around with my PT today actually about um, how like Sheena is always saying, um, he's my best friend or like (laughs) she's my best friend like I would never do that to my best friend like everybody is her best friend Mm -hmm. and like that term seems to be thrown around a a lot like (laughs) casually uh, on Vanderpump Rules but I really do think that like Raquel was one of her best friends like it wasn't just like a thing for the show or something that was like more casual than it you know they wanted to make it seem this so is like she was always around they were always hanging out filming or not filming like they were always together what's this is making me this is making me put some timeline things together here so i feel like a lot of their relationship must have started ariana and raquel's rachel's whatever their relationship started off camera like so we definitely saw them of course in scenes together and whatever but i think it was like probably when they weren't filming that they became close and is it crazy to say that's probably because Tom started bringing her around more and would just suggest that they would do things with Raquel and that's how they became this like gruesome threesome all of a sudden is like through um, him sort of just interjecting her so that adds this like other layer of gross is if Mm -hmm their relationship and their closeness is really just a byproduct of the affair to begin with. Mm-hmm. Totally possible. Yeah, totally. I and I think that's... it would be right up Tom's, you know, alley to, to be like, to be into that, that you know, <laughs> to be like gr- kind of almost like grooming the both of them mm. for like this kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know. It's weird. It's incestuous. It's just, it's gross. psychologically perverse as lisa vanderpuff <laughs> said it's perverse i mean how could yeah how could she be like saying that in one da- breath she seems to be down with it moment? i know and mm-hmm. just back to what we were saying about lisa vanderpump and like her business interests i understand that like financially on paper or on handshake whatever they're not as interwoven as 
it may have seemed at first. I really think with like the closing of Villa Blanca with um, pump clo- is, is mm-hmm. closing closed. Like mm-hmm. the landlord it's like, closed. Yeah. Things are, are not looking great for this like little restaurant. Yeah, but she's not down on her luck though. She's got like a billion restaurants in like Vegas. I I don't know. There's something about it. It's like, have you, but have you guys been to Sir? Yes. Like to me, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. When I got in there, I was like, this is the grossest. The whole place is disgusting. Yeah. There was like no, it's not nice. An inch of dust on everything. And it to me, the only reason any of these restaurants are surviving is because they this television show. Yeah. Does no, well. I would I so would say that's right. I would say I think her position is I don't want people to get so down on the toms that we can't move forward with this show. And that's why she's like protecting them. Oh. And like I think Danny Pellegrino has said this or someone else that like, we're going to start to see the victim edit for these guys, because there's, that's what reality TV does is like, there's always a way in for us to start um, sympathizing for these villains. Otherwise, like, how do you move forward here and Mm -hmm. forces us to kind of like question if Lala is calling him dangerous and Mm -hmm. whatever, like we can't exile these people because then there's no show Um, and so how do we find a way forward for a season 11 if we are, you know, acknowledging, like, she wants it to be like, that's what she was like. I'm so ready for this reunion. Like we need this reunion. She thinks it's going to be this like healing. Yeah. But that's what, that's my theory is they need, he needs a way in and, Mm -hmm. or they need a way back. And she's got Lisa is like holding that, holding she's the master manipulator. Yeah. So she like, knows. she sees the long game. She's Mm -hmm. a strategist. Mm -hmm. Totally. And And, I mean, so the question is like, you know, let's, so they've already been picked up for season 11. So what the fuck is season 11 going to be? Okay. Well, here's the question. It's this whole mystery reveal mm, that'll happen mm-hmm. that that supposedly only the, a the showrunner knows about and the person mm-hmm. involved a lot of theories swirling i love the thought of it being charlie dropping some sort of bomb on all yeah. of us <laughs> yeah where where's charlie where is charlie yeah they said that someone said that not on the, the trailer yeah they she- said that she was supposed oh sheena did Sheena said something about it and shenanigans or, or on the Danny Pellegrino. I can't remember, but she was like, she was very evasive about it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? She was kind of like, yeah, I don't know but the, what the, happened. The strangest thing about this whole, I don't know. You know how they always tease us and they're, you know, even yeah, Danny Pellegrino said like, oh, on Real Housewives of OC, they're like, it's a return to form. This season's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. And then it's like total flop. Mm-hmm. I am afraid that that's like what's happening here. I'm somebody who watches 90 Day Fiance. Every single cliffhanger at the end of every episode is a nothing burger that kicks off mm-hmm, the next mm-hmm. episode. But like, I'm an, you know, I come back for more. Mm-hmm. But this being that no one on the cast or who is filming the reunion is aware of it is like this whole other layer that I find different. really intriguing. Maybe Charlie, saying, maybe he was also fucking Charlie. Holy shit. That never entered my mind. Me either until just now. But then, but Charlie was very like. Yeah, she was, you know, it's funny. Like at Rachel for making yeah. out with Schwartz. So okay, she pissed. does seem to have like. Pissed was. Well, is, she was the only she one wasn't who was really like, pissed. actually, that was fucked up, Raquel. Like, even though we're friends, like that yeah, was maybe not pissed, up. but like, was, shouldn't act like that. was honest with her in the way that she like, was right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But we can also, we also know on the flip side that like people can, yeah, people can lie. Maybe she didn't know they were fucking, you know what I mean? Like it was probably like Charlie thought that she was doing something. Raquel thought she was doing something. Well, it's interesting. So it has to be because they don't know. Right. And they're saying like, all the cast members have to watch the entire reunion before they sign on to season 11. It seems like a game. I know. It's I like know. A game. This is like Hunger Games. This is like Traitors. Yeah. <laughs> like it has yes. to be like, so it has to be something that comes out in the one-on-ones, right? Or yeah. it's like one of those and um, then title cards or whatever. Oh, like, oh yeah. It's yeah. like someone like running and they freeze it and they're like, 
this is the last time I, I don't know or like right Brock film. was ever seen again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brock just <laughs> disappeared or <laughs> like so Brock said that he was in that trailer with Raquel no he wasn't with her he was in a different trailer he was in a different trailer I thought he said yeah. he was watching her the entire time no <laughs> oh okay. I think he was watching the reunion the, the reunion okay. time no, we're just sitting in a corner <laughs> as Raquel's making these Mom faces, like, not to Brock. She's making the faces okay. to the little tiny screen. She's watching. Her, oh, actually, one thing that I did want to talk about with Lisa Vanderpump was that moment where it was interesting to see Lisa kind of get flustered a bit when Ariana was like, well, you know, we just won't be as close. And Lisa was like, wait a second. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Like, you know, and of course, Ariana goes on to say, like, well, you know, like she kind of backs away from it a bit and is like, yes. well, I just won't like go to Tom Tom, which is like obviously, you're not no, that's not to what Tom. that's definitely not what she was saying when she first made that statement. No, absolutely not. But then at the very end, like either Lisa missed it or just didn't want to see it, but like when she was like, well, you know, I've been very supportive of you. And I would hope that like, no matter what happens in my business relationship with Tom and Tom, that like you and I will still be close. And Ariana was like, of course, of course. And she does this like, like eye roll, eye yes. roll like yes. huge eye roll. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love and that. Loved it. Very yeah. obvious that Ariana is here to like, take no fucking prisoners. Like she is very serious about that. And I don't know how realistic that is of like, if you have any connection to Tom Sandoval, like you and I will not be in communication. Because which makes me think that like she's leaving the show. Just I think it was Danny. Was it Danny Pellegrino? Or I don't know. I've been listening to like every fucking podcast on this. Who but I think somebody mentioned leave? that like maybe it's her time. Like she's Ariana saying that she's leaving the show, and that's what everybody no, she said she would only on um, call her daddy. She said the only way she would leave the show if it were something that were putting her or her dog's safety. That's at right. Risk. That's right. What were you going to say, Christina? Um, I was also going to say that she she was singing a different tune on Watch What Happens Live regarding the relationship with Lisa. Like someone asked that as a question, and she was just like, "No, we'll always be close." You know, like she's mm -hmm. an exception to the rule. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't I feel like that's a, a thing that she has to like tread lightly when you're so close to someone who has so much power like that, mm -hmm. like power at evolution, maybe media that's like yeah. the production company at Bravo, at you know, at these restaurants and, and whatever. Cool She's as just, well. Say it again. And maybe tempers of cool. Maybe. Like, maybe she realizes yeah. that it's not, you know, it's I not think it's one of those things that's like she might need to, she can feel that way. Yeah. But I think for her own success and longevity, it's like you mm -hmm. keep that card pretty close to your chest regarding how you actually feel about it. I was going to say that like, or I had been thinking when I watched the reunion that it would have been nice kind of if the reunion was being filmed like now mm. instead of like, what was it? Like a month two weeks, after two, or two, three, two weeks. It three weeks. It was so It was actually 20 days after. Raw. You know, and like you could feel how raw it was when you watched mm -hmm. it. Whereas like, I guess like it, it just would be an interesting comparison. I don't think one is better. I think it than would, the other, but like. As yeah. much as I fucking hate his guts, like I do want to hear Tom's like twisted idea of like what he thought that he was doing. And no, like I don't then, think he can articulate that though. Like I yeah. literally don't think he's, it's possible. And that's why him. like Ariana and that whole crew, the boo crew, which I was obsessed yeah. with when they were booing, like the booing was incredible. We were all booing. Yeah. It, was, it was so good. I felt like I was watching, like if I cared about sports, it felt like watching sports. Like we were all cheering mm -hmm. on our couch mm -hmm. at that moment. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like I, I sort of understood why it was bringing up that visceral of a response from them is because it just continues to sound like tom saying the same like bogus shit mm -hmm. that is victim or like blaming yes. ariana for the device right. of the relationship it's he's like yeah just... he has no 
anything there that isn't going to sound like this was Ariana's fault because I wasn't like getting the sex that I wanted her, which is like, or I was, yeah, or I was being like held emotionally captive or whatever he's like claiming. Like, I, I think that he, he, gen- it's like not, e- I think the thing that's so fucked up about this is that like both he and Raquel, like, I don't think have any like awareness of like the reality of the situation right like someone looks at it and they're like this is super fucked up because you just like cheated on your you know life partner or whatever and he only sees this like story that he's created in his mind and like Raquel only sees I don't know what because I truly think she's like mentally like has a like a real personality disorder that's like the narcissism of it right you think think he he does know but he's a narcissist Mm. and like doesn't like he only sees his side of it but I think I honestly think she's like she's got some kind of like I don't know dissociative kind of thing yeah she's a sociopath like I no I think she is like an actual clinic I mean I'm not a clinician I'm not a doctor but like but we can look up we can say for certain that she is I mean we all know what we're dealing with here on google like that the way that she and I know a lot of people have brought this up but the way that like when they were like so what you know like what were you thinking like what were you doing like when you like why did you have this affair with Tom Sandoval and she's like like adults who hold their hands in their sleeves Mm. (laughs) like she's just like holding her hands in her (laughs) sleeves like a baby and she's just like I like it's so weird like her facial expression is so fucking weird as if like her she was like couldn't smile bigger she was just yeah like, like and it's like I get it whatever like you're fuck you might be a fucking asshole and you don't care what you've done to your friends but mm-hmm. you have just fucked up your life like she right. has seemingly no uh, sense of like how she's fucked up for herself yeah, I think right. that's what like her and Tom have in common then is like they have this narrative that they've crafted and they're so sure of it that they're not really concerned with the like external narrative that everyone else seems to have because either they just don't feel guilt or shame or remorse or I, I, I mean that must be it I right like how do they so jazzed up by the secrecy and like the the like the literal the perversion of it and like how like, you have to think there there has to be naughty. like a way forward here like did they not think okay this is a we're on camera like this could eventually come out he even was his whole thing is like well I was planning I made a plan with my therapist mm-hmm. to tell her in two weeks or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. and like this they there's some even talk about this being like positioned in a way that would he would have looked favorably on like winter house or something which mm-hmm, like right how are we the what so there was like a way forward where he thought he wasn't going to be the most reviled man in america well, he also thinks that he's smarter than everyone he's right. smarter and yes. more talented and you know he thinks he's the number one guy in the group <laughs> and he thought that it would actually work and that he would actually come out of it you know, smelling like fucking roses because he was mm. victimized by this loveless relationship with Ariana. She had nothing going for her. And like, you know, and that he thought that like people would be like, oh, poor Tom, you know, like he tried so hard to save the relationship. And like, and Ariana's just like such a deadbeat. And then, you know, two weeks later, he'd be seen out you know I don't know buying at like Ulta buying makeup with like Raquel and like they'd be like yeah we fell in love and like right and it would have been like shocking but not nearly right so in the world we're in now how does a say a narcissist a sociopath like understanding that the amount of attention this has garnered and like anger and like vitriol that's been brought up like in their direction how does someone like that reconcile that worldview so like sure they can have that sense of self but when they do see the the consequences of those actions especially on this larger scale like does it permeate Mm -hmm. 
Or I think for Tom Sandoval, he thinks that there will come like there will come a tipping point where like he's going to explain the Mm. his side over and over and over again. And at some point, like people are just going to understand like his point of view. And I think he fucking loves this. Like, I think that, you know, outwardly, he may be like, oh, this sucks. Like, I wish everybody was on my side. And like, I mean, you can see him seething when it's so clear how like thriving Ariana is, <laughs> like how he wishes he made a fucking ton of money on merch and like how he wants all of these like commercials that she's doing and all these opportunities that she's getting. But I think like he ultimately thinks like people will see me as like I'm right. And like eventually people will know that I'm right. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I mean, why is he, why does he keep doing the most extra shows we know that he's paying (laughs) those people by the hour to do those shows he's not making money from those shows he's just not to be a wedding band Mm -hmm. that's right wedding band he is paying for the privilege of being up on stage and having people boo him tell him he fucking sucks scream team ariana at him laugh at him fucking post clips of him on instagram singing like crap He's paying for that. Mm-hmm. So and you have to ask yourself why. Because yeah. he wants that. Like he wants to be seen as the guy on stage, like with the fucking white nail polish and the glitter on his hair or whatever. Like, and, and I think that he will be like, at, the more I say this story, eventually people will see, will see that like I'm right. Or we'll just accept that this is what actually happened. Hmm. And I think it's it's in that scene in the finale with Raquel and Tom, it was interesting to see like how not on the same page they were as far as their reactions. Yeah. Because he was yeah. clearly like, we have to look distraught. Like we have to say that we belong in hell, that we're terrible. And she's like, and I'm like, fine. <laughs> and she's like, well, if you don't want to talk about your parents, that's okay. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> How about her like, realization oh, of <laughs> what if I only have you, my mom, my dad, my sister, and what yeah. if you do this to me? It was like, is and that she's like, and I'm not even sure about you. This right. is dawning on her. Yeah, I truly like, think honey. it was. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely it, was. It looked very much like it was like, hey, wait a second, <laughs> if you can do this to your partner of nine years and lie and like lie over and over and over again. Could you do that to me? And by the way, he did not say no. Right. He said, he like, was like, I can't oh, man, like, don't or... think about that, man. Like, I wouldn't do this if there wasn't a real connection. Was... Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, well, aren't you going to connect with the next fucking 27-year-old you meet who, like, yeah. tells you, like, you're so fucking great and, like, you know, salutes your dick every time you wake up? Like, have you guys like, seen... that's what's going to happen. Have you seen the movie Do Revenge on Netflix? No, it's so good. It's like an homage to like all of these teen movies, you know, like she's all that and clueless mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But the, there's like this main character in it who, it just reminds me of the, this, the main guy in it who like, he, it's kind of like he can do no wrong. And I think that that's what Tom I think that's the reality that he's still living in like he just thinks that like this is gonna be fine for him Mm -hmm. like like you said Anna like he just keeps repeating the same story and this is just Mm -hmm. gonna pan out because that's what it always does it reminds me of this guy in this movie and then like there's this like incredible takedown in the movie it's amazing you really Mm -hmm. should see it I don't know I feel like he can't like he's just like living in an alternate universe and it'll be interesting to see how that that universe like coexists with like whatever reality mm-hmm. is moving forward i do think that as soon as the sheen wears off yeah like i you know i know that there was a thing that came out that they broke up right but i honestly think i don't i think they will break up but i don't think that they will break up until the attention fades. I think that as soon as it's not like, you know, sneaking around and like the excitement of like, 
mean, he was, they were both asking to be found out. Mm-hmm. I think without that excitement, without like, you know, I don't know. I think when she also starts asking questions more uh, like, well, will you, are you going to cheat on me? Or like, as soon as she's like, you know, cause right now or um, up until this point, the way that they have hung out is like, they go out to clubs, like they see each other at like social events, like they sneak around, like when he's on his tours or whatever. And like, as soon as she's like, hey, Tom, like, let's stay in and watch a movie. He's like, I'm out. Goodbye. I think they are broken up. You think so? Well, I mean, she's Mm -hmm. in that facility, so she's not. She's not available. She's not available. She's She's writing writing She's she writing some sad. letters. Writing I think letters. that mm-hmm. he is. I also, I mean, in that scene with them in the finale, like I did not see him being like, wow, you're really like the love of my life. It was yeah. like her, you know, whatever, her feeling one way about him and him being like, shit, yeah. this is. I think that she thinks that she's in a like romantic, like comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the way that he corrected her, <laughs> and he's like we just fucked like it's not that deep right he corrected her about the i love you thing was chilling to yeah. me yeah that like yeah. you couldn't just like let that let it go go he right. had to do that like he like he's like Shit. well he was like, i didn't say i love i didn't you. say i said you know. they loved you it's like yeah <laughs> they loved you yeah, yeah and it's like and if this is somebody tough. who like and even the way that he said like <laughs> but i love you too right like oh. It was if so this gross. was, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my. I would I mean, fucking... like, I could feel it right now. Like my stomach yeah. just like, dropped. Like get out of my studio apartment right now. <laughs> right. Get out of my <laughs> galaxy light. <laughs> you don't deserve to look at these galaxy lights. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, yeah. Like if that's somebody you love, like literally love and you have like you know, the way that he's framing it or was framing it at that time, which is like, he did this because they had such an incredible connection and like, he's never felt like that way, you know, like that way before. And if that's true, you would let it go and you would not humiliate this person on right. national television by being like, well, you're a fucking loser. Cause you just said, you love me when I was talking about how my parents feel about you and also right. fuck his parents, fuck, fuck his, his parents. parents. For not reaching out, for apparently being totally fine with their fucking scumbag son bringing some rando to Christmas. But you have to think like this is a, at least like the, I bet like he has the blinders on at least his mom. Like if you've raised a narcissist. Yeah, seriously. Like she's used to the way that he is like that. I think she is probably has the wool over her eyes more than anyone else about like, but what could he have said? Magical. Oh, he's probably told some rando to Christmas and not his girlfriend of nine years. What he's been saying. He's probably told them that she and Ariana don't live together. Oh, they're broken up. Oh, we've been broken up. We're it's just a a relationship. Just live together. Yeah. It's for the show. It's whatever. It's for the brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this brand. Because didn't he say that on Howie Mandel that like yes. their brand was too connected for him to break up with her? <laughs> yeah. brand. What, brand? what brand? They're like, we, you know, we had like a cocktail book and like our brand is like us being together. And it's like, is that a reason to fucking stay together with someone? And like, no, when you want so desperately to be with someone else. Right. When like, you are claiming that you're doing everything in your power to break up with them. Yeah, then like the up. brand has a, you know, a ticking time bomb on it. If you're right. What, what are we doing? But yeah, I think, I think his parents are um, probably just totally brainwashed. Hmm. And that like, it's probably hardest if your kid is someone like that. Cause like you want to believe that your right. child is a good person. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's probably just this added layer of like, yeah, I'm going to stand by their side. I mean, but it still fucks up that the mom ha- or dad or whatever hasn't reached out to Ariana to be like, yeah, and just said like, hey, you know, we wish you the best. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm sorry you guys have had a terrible relationship <laughs> this whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 
Thank you. Well, that's, that's, that's great. We'll leave it there, guys. So thank you so much for joining us on our first episode of Dumb 101, the smart podcast about dumb shit. We'll be back hopefully sometime soon to talk about uh, Vanderpump Reunion Part 2, which should be explosive, hopefully. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see you then, I guess. Bye! Yeah, that's right. Uh. That's right.